discuss this past weekend's worship experience. We talk about the message. We dive a little bit deeper into things. But as we kick off today, um, as always, we have a question we need to discuss. So all throughout the world, we have things that we all have to deal with. Like there's sickness. There's things going on. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. There's problems that we have. But as Floridians, we experience specific problems. And you both are full-blooded Floridians. Yes. So true. at which point do you deem it cold? Do you want to go? No, no, after you. I, I love when everyone's like, oh, you go first. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> Ladies first. Uh, technically, anything below 60 degrees is cold. Below 60 degrees? I'm, I'm a, if you can see your breath, that's the, that's the, that's the <laughs> that's cold. That's the threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You taught me that. That's, yeah, I have, I, I, I like to complain about it. As The moment it hits like 75, I'm like, I need a jacket. Which is really strange because you're from Tennessee. My blood has thinned out, I think. I mean, you, sh- you have any, all of us should be yeah. a little more acclimated. Yeah, I know. And I'm the one wearing a hat I mean, you have and been a sweatshirt here 15 right years. now. Yeah, I'm from Central Florida. It never gets above, you know, or never gets below 80. Yeah. And I so this is cold. The friends I grew up with, that's what they said. They said, like, because uh, I complained about it. And they're like, no, you cannot complain. Like, if you, if you can't see your breath, don't say a word. That's how it was yesterday. It was, I was complaining about the weather yesterday. And they're like, what is it? And it was like 60. So I, it is what it is. So when you can see your breath and whenever it hits 60 degrees, All right, so this past weekend, we talked about This Is Home, and we're going through a series where we're talking about the Great Commission, and just really as the church, our place in it, and then every single person who's a part of the Journey family, and those joining us online, your place in this. And with This Is Home, this week we talked about like groups um, and relationships and doing life together, and Carrie, you talked about how life is tough. Life is, it's not always easy. We've all experienced that. We've heard the saying that you're either in a storm, you're coming out of one, or unfortunately, you're getting ready to walk yeah, into one. I used one. to hate that saying, yep. but you live long enough and you realize it's true. Absolutely. <laughs> so with life being tough, relationships are so important. It's vital because that's what helps us walk through uh, walk through life and help us on, a lot of times just keep the, keep the, what do you call it, the wagon on the road, keep, keep holding things together. And so you went through six different things within the context of relationships, and some of it is a challenge for people, um, and some of it is just just truth. And so we're going to hit those six things. You can just give us like a, a flash breeze by of like big picture what this is. So the first thing you said was consistency. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's important in any relationship. Like being together consistently strengthens a relationship. If, I, if I'm hit or miss, then I can expect that the, the relationship is going to be hit or miss. Number two was authenticity. Um, you know, shallow relationships are a product of shallow sharing. Um, but if you build trust, get real, get honest, that is where true support and life change happens. So we have to be authentic and real. The third one was humility. Yeah, and that one is so crucial because uh, pride and selfishness kill relationships. And just being able to be humble and say, I don't know it all. And your story matters, and being willing to be quiet and listen and let someone else be a part of that. Number four was confidentiality. Oh, yeah, that's a huge one, a huge one. Just the reality that um, what's said in group needs to stay in group, what's shared in those relationships. You know, around here we say have the right conversation with the right person. If that person's not in the room, um, you know, have have the conversation with the right person. So um, just being super super intentional with confidentiality is so important. Number five was unity. Unity. And um, that's so much more than just we all get along and we like each other. As a, uh, a circle that is connected to a local body of believers, whether it's the journey or another church, if your group is affiliated with a church, 
um, you need to be united around the mission and vision of that church. And um, anything, any agenda, anything that would detract from that can be detrimental. And number six was hospitality. And that is um, like so much more than I want to open my home and invite people in. That's a part of it. But having the spirit of hospitality is, is being welcoming and open to including people who may not look like you, act like you, talk like you. Um, because if we're not um, exercising that spirit and that gift of hospitality as a group, then it becomes a click. And um, those are closed circles, and they're not open and welcoming. So talking about relationships, one of the greatest ways that we can do this, as well as walking with other Christ followers, is being in a group. And Ryan, you're our island campus pastor, our groups guy, groups yep. guru, yeah, groups yeah. go-to individual. Uh, what are misconceptions people can have about groups in general? Ooh, there's really two big ones that we're experiencing right now. The first one is this idea that I don't have enough time, uh, that I don't have enough time to do a group, I don't have enough time to be a part of a group. And realistically, one of the one of the most poignant things that uh, Pastor Daryl said in the first couple uh, messages that in this series was that you will essentially prioritize and make time for what you prioritize. Like if you are saying you don't have enough time, but you have enough time for all these other things, then that means you are actually geared towards your time and not towards God's time. So, hey, I don't have enough time to go to church on Sundays. I don't have enough time to serve. I don't have enough time to join a group. Whatever the excuse may be, you're just prioritizing your, um, your life, whatever that is. Your busyness is your idol instead of prioritizing the Great Commission, which is what we're called to do, to go and do. Um, so time is the big one. You will, you'll find time. You'll prioritize. You will find time for the things that you prioritize. The other one is that it's uh, super complicated and that you have to... You have to be some deep scholar, and you're going to sit in a really tight circle, and, 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 and there, are, there are situations for that. We like to create some incredible learning situations uh, at, like, Growth Track and stuff growth like track, that. Growth Track, shameless yeah. plug. Yeah, shameless plug for Growth Starting Track. Starting this Thursday. Yeah, sign up today. It's incredible. <laughs> Journey Family forward slash Growth Track. Anyways, uh, um, listen, yeah, there are some incredible Bible scholars in our church, and they teach, and they're a part of those groups, but for the most part, we're relationally driven, as you said this weekend. And so groups are relationally driven. A lot of it's breaking bread, hanging out, talking about the football game and stuff like that. And then you get into a little bit of vulnerability and deep this. But it's not this big, you know, hi, I'm Ryan. I've only been a Christian for two years. And like, no, no, it's, it's, it's hanging out with people. You will find your greatest friends and your greatest allies as we go through this thing called life in groups. So one of the things that we talked about was hospitality. And so maybe I don't feel like I'm qualified to lead a group because we like to disqualify ourselves from all sorts of stuff uh, for reasons that we'll make up. But maybe, like, but I want to be hospitable and I want to open my home, but I just don't want to lead a group. Is that a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people forget that there is a spiritual gift of hospitality. Now, that might not, you might, hey, I want to throw parties. I don't want to have people over at my house for a small group. I, I get that. But, man, hospitality is Jesus modeled that for us. He was hospitable to everyone. And we're called to be like Jesus. And so hospitality can look like a bunch of different things. But I promise you there are group leaders ready to go that maybe don't have a location, don't have a situation or a setting where they could, you know, maybe their house wouldn't be great for, you know, 10 to 12 people. But, man, if they had a location, they would be willing to do all the legwork as you hosted. 
And so that's a huge thing. That's a huge part. Man, the best, the most successful small groups that we have are where the leader and where it is are uh, essentially two different places where a leader uh, is not hosting at their own house. Uh, that way they can share the load. And again, the hospitality, we're called to be like Jesus. You can bring people in. So I can focus on, say, the teaching or what we're going to do as far as the spiritual aspects concerned. And the host can just focus on, hey, the house is clean. The kids are taken care of. The babysitter's here. And we're ready to go. And that's so helpful. Absolutely. So hypothetically speaking, because no one gets sick right now. No one is getting nope. sick. So maybe Never. I'm a little bit anxious to have people in my house or go to someone else's houses. Completely understandable. Is there a way someone could have a group that's not at a house? We, we were talking about that right yeah, beforehand. Absolutely. Um, our facility is available during the week. So if you have this um, nudge that, you know what, I think I'd like to get a group of people together and it could be around a specific interest. It could just be around a season of life. Um, and you need a space. Reach out to Pastor Ryan, Ryan at thejourneyfamily.com. Um, find out how to get connected to leading that group, but also find out what uh, spaces are available in our in our building during the week, uh, because we can we can definitely put the space to use for that. Yeah, both of our physical campuses, Concourse and West, both have spaces yep. where. We could host groups on site. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of those. We want to remove all the obstacles, right? And for a long time, let's just be honest, for a long time, we were, we were closed down as a physical location. And that, that hurts us. That hurts us spiritually. It hurts us in our soul, but it hurts us relationally. And so if you don't know, man, we're ready to go. Like, we would love to have your group here. Now, I will tell you this much. It gets too big. We're going to multiply you out and send you back out to the house. But, hey, we'll cross that bridge when That's we get there. That's a good thing. That's a great That's a thing. thing. That's a God thing. So we're excited about that. Yeah, please contact me. Man, I would love to walk, walk you through that process. So at the heart of this past weekend, we're talking about the this is home and relationships. Uh, Kara, you and Daryl's heart is for people to flourish. And that's one of the things you talked about this past weekend was flourishing is so important. Can you share, like, what does flourishing and people flourishing mean to you? Well, I think it's easy to sit through a series like this and feel like we're giving you a to-do list. We're just trying to fill up your schedule. Um, and, and to be clear, these are not things that you do to earn God's love and acceptance. That's religion. Like, these are opportunities to experience God's best for your life. And to flourish simply means that you're growing, um, that you're, you're thriving, and that you are um, able to be a blessing to others. So, it's not, um, it's not this idea of, of superiority. It is just that we want to see you growing in your relationship with Christ. Um, we know that God has designed us to do that in relationships with each other. Like, we need our church family. And even more so as life in this world gets more crazy. And our desire is for you to have everything you need so that when life does get crazy, you're prepared, and that happens in the context of relationships, spiritual disciplines. All of those things that we're talking about are not us trying to, to make you busy. It's us trying to say, we want God's best for you. Yeah, one of the things we say, and I, you always get this, hmm, look, is uh, in reference to serving. Serving is not something we want from you. It's something we want for you. And people are like, huh? And realistically, it's exactly what she said. God, I don't know you know, in his infinite wisdom, has decided to offer up to include us in his plan, which is incredible. But he gives us these opportunities to walk that out. And the opportunity has to be seized in the 
moment of the opportunity or however Daryl says it. And God gives us these incredible opportunities. And it's not a checklist. It's not, it's not if I do the X, Y, and Z, I'm going to get into heaven. It is a, a response to, hey, God saved me through his infinite grace and mercy. And so as being a part of that, man, I want to be a part of that plan. Like, I want to I I do whatever that is. And, hey, maybe, like you said, we, we've given a lot of instruction in the last three or four weeks. Man, that's big time. Pick one thing, right? Start with one thing. Move into that and see if there's, because let's be honest, God has nudged you in a way. He says, hey, I want you to join a group, or I, I want you to be on a serve team, or I, I want you to go and do this. Whatever this is in your life, do that one thing and start there. Don't feel like you have to jump in and be a part of every single. Now, if you do, we got a process for that. But d- don't get overwhelmed. We want to walk you through this as, as God intended it to be. And I, we were um, just saying before we jumped on here, um, in God's economy, whether it's your money or your time, when you put him first, when you put him first, he redeems the rest. And while you're looking at your calendar and you're like, I just don't know, if, I, I just don't see time for this. If you will prioritize him, you will realize in a supernatural way that the rest of your time is enough. It's just how he works. Absolutely. So this past week, we ra- uh, we finished week three of this series. The series continues this upcoming weekend, and we're excited to share this weekend in our next installment of our Fueled by the Mission series. If you missed any of our past messages, everything is on our YouTube channel. And we also have a podcast where that is there as well, as well as the recap that we're talking about right now. And as we wrap up today, we just want to take a moment just pray for you Everyone who's joining us right now, we're all walking through life. We all have different situations. And right now, God knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly what you're walking through or getting ready to walk through or what you came out of. And we just want to be with you because we can't say we're a family if we're not going to sit down together and we're going to pray for one another. So we're just going to take a moment and pray for you um, as we wrap up. God, we just come before you right now. We're just so grateful for your goodness in our lives. I pray that you would just remind us of your goodness, that we will be more aware of your presence, so that you are there with us through whatever we walk through, that we will be reminded that you are there even when it feels like you're not. God, I pray for every single person listening to this or watching this right now. God, whatever they are walking through, um, that you would surround them with people uh, that will be able to walk through it with them. God, I pray you'd also strengthen people to be there for others uh, that may be walking through something. God, if you place someone on someone's heart, that they should pray for them. Just God, please just reach out to that person. Uh, this is a time where people need to be reminded that they're not alone, and we're so grateful uh, for the things that you place on our hearts, the people you place on our minds. God, it's not does not happen by chance. God, we pray for those who are walking through just illness um, and just whatever they may be battling right now. God, we pray that uh, your hand would be on them, that your protection would be over them. God, we thank you so much for those who uh, are joining us right now. God, we just pray encouragement for them to take that step. Uh, If they are fearful or just concerned, God, we just pray that you would just uh, remind them that, hey, you're with them through this step. Uh, God, we pray that every single person joining us right now would just continue to be drawn closer to you, that they would flourish in everything that you have made them to be. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll catch you this weekend at one of our campuses.